At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Lombardi Live with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, a massive day in college football. Week 10, the first weekend, Michael Lombardi, in November as we welcome you in. It is the Lombardi Line. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. Michael Lombardi perched on the throne there at the Borgata. And when I say we've got massive conference and just matchups all across the college football landscape today, it does not do it justice, my friend. Good morning. No, it doesn't. And, and the buzz in this book here, I mean, we this book is insane. And the Borgata today is packed with people. But I think a lot of it is for flight line. I mean, there's a lot of going on. You've got <laughs> yes. you got the Phillies playing in the World Series. you got all these great college games. And at 540, I promise you the world's going to stop still as we watch flight line go in the Breeders' Cup today. So it's been – and Thomas has got every room booked in here with uh, – there's more horse racing people here than you could ever imagine. So it's going to be a fun, fun day all through the sports world. Breeders' Cup Classic later today, a horse that has drawn comparisons to Secretariat, Big Red, ever heard of him? That is Flightline runs later today, may go off as a 1-5 to five favorite in the Breeders' Cup Classic. We'll keep you updated there. I heard Thomas Gable just took a big bet on Georgia between the hedges there, Athens. Let's talk about this, okay, because there's a lot to do today. I want to rant yeah. from you. I want to rant from you about the College Football <laughs> Playoff Committee. I'm going to get to that in just a second, but we do have number one, Tennessee college football playoff rankings. I'm using those at Georgia. Let's start here. You've been to Athens, correct? Okay. It's the best. Yes. Oh yeah. There's nothing the better. Best. And I mean, it, it, it's incredible. Those hedges are unbelievable. And this will be the first experience that we'll get to see Tennessee in their check with me offense. They're looking at it from the sideline, how they handled this incredible crowd noise. They did. They had a great advantage in Knoxville with 102,000 people. They're all rooting for them. Now they're going to go to a venue that's not going to be the same. And I do think the reason why Georgia is starting to get this late movement is because when you break the game down, Kirby Smart, a defensive coach, basically Nick Saban took the test for him. So Saban took the test three weeks ago or whenever they played. And Kirby gets to study. I promise you, Kirby watched, has watched that tape along with his defensive staff a hundred times at least 100 times, and that is going to be the baseline and the genesis of their blueprint to where they feel like they can stop Tennessee. That game gives, really, Georgia an advantage. If it would have been flipped, 
it would have given Nick a tremendous advantage. But I think they've learned a lot from that tape, as obviously giving up 52 points to Tennessee isn't the way Georgia wants to go, the way Alabama did. So I do think that, and then playing at home certainly gives them an advantage, and I think that's why this number is starting to drift back to where Vinny told us yesterday that as we looked at this game, it was 12, it went to 8, now it's coming back to 9. Yeah, you and I are going to be on opposite sides. I'd prefer be on your side. You know why? Because it's up to nine with Georgia Lane at hosting number one Tennessee, but the percentages are all on Tennessee. Like yesterday, it was 88% of the tickets, 85% of the money all over Tennessee, yet we're seeing that number jump up Georgia's way, Michael. Let me set this up really quickly because it's an epic showdown. SEC, you know, the national title, playoff hopes, Heisman implications, um, you know, two unbeatens, Tennessee, of course, 8-0, 7-1 ATS, Georgia 8-0. The best wins for Tennessee, of course, Bama. They killed LSU. That was a tremendous win. That's kind of under the radar because LSU's gotten better. The best win for Georgia, that Oregon that Oregon win looks better now. You had you have to yeah. say that in Atlanta open to, open to the season. But you've mentioned that close calls against Kent State and Missouri. That's the one thing that kind of scrat, you scratch your head about this Georgia team. Remember, only two starters from that championship team back on defense. Yeah, but I, I think, you know, one thing about you got to go to Columbia, Missouri, you don't play well, but you find a way to win. You know, you, you kind of mess around with Kent State and, and you just, you know, you know you're going to win the game. I think this is really about Georgia's offense today, right? So when you play on the road, what everybody thinks defense wins on the road. No, first downs win on the road. Getting first downs quiets the crowd. And so what's going to happen is if you're Kirby, you've got to play a complimentary game. Like you've got to be able to take advantage of the 127th ranked pass defense of Tennessee. You've got to be able to take advantage of the 58 relative total defense of Tennessee. You've got to be able to take advantage of their ability not to be able to play the run. They're ninth in the league in rush defense, but that's a little misleading, right? So you've got to control the football. You've got to be able to say, okay, we know we can't play 30 minutes of defense, so let's play 26 minutes of defense and control it. And you can do that at home better than you can on the road. I, I mean, look, that's going to be the game. Stetson Bennett, the passing game, and how they run the football for Georgia is going to determine whether they cover this number and win the game. Well done. So I'll push back because I am on Tennessee, Michael Lombardi. Tennessee, first in total yards. They're first in points sco scored and they're second in passing yards. Georgia, their offense gets overlooked. They're second in total yards. Uh, they've been tremendous all year. Stetson Bennett's been great. I agree with you that 127th defense against the pass for Tennessee concerns me. However, as you and I talked before the show started, they're coming off their best performance of the year in Kentucky. Why does that matter? That was a look-ahead spot. They were headed between the hedges the following week. They Go up against Will Levis, who most have projected as a first-rounder. Not I, the quarterback there at Kentucky. They intercept him three times. They sack him four times. And again, this is a defense that's opportunistic with the Volunteers. They're the first in the SEC in turning you over. They've got 16. I like that coming into this, this matchup where they get one turnover. That could tip the scales here. Right, because Tennessee really wins with their with their offense. They force you to play from behind, tempo. and then they take they tempo you, they tire you out, and then all of a sudden there's a desperation. I don't think that's going to happen today. I think that Georgia's going to go into this and kind of control the pace of the game. That's critical. Nick didn't control the pace of the game, right? Nick got into a shootout. He got into a full court, up and down, trying to play trying to play fast break basketball against Tennessee, and it really plays into their hands. It plays into their hands. That's what they want. They want to do that. With Pitt, when they played Pitt earlier in the year, Pitt slowed it down. You know, that was a dogfight, that Pitt game, right? We go back to that game in Pittsburgh. Yes. It was a hard game for Tennessee. Now, Pitt's not – we don't think Pitt's an elite team, but it was a hard game for them. And I think that ultimately, you know, I think ultimately that's where, where we're going to see this kind of take itself. We've got to be able to control the pace of the game if you're, if you're uh, Georgia. So I was looking for edges, and this adds to your argument. George is a little bit better on third down, a little bit better in the red zone. But I'll say this, Hendon Hooker, this is the Heisman, right? He beat Georgia today. He wins the Heisman. He's been tremendous. 71% completion percentage, 25 yeah. total touchdowns, just one interception. What I like about Tennessee is Cedric Tillman, the wide receiver. He's going to be full strength. We know Hyatt's a cheat code. 
they're loaded on offense. We should take a second to talk about Hypel. Takes over this yeah. team last year, seven wins. Michael, when you're innovative like he is, you can flip a program quickly. This is impressive. Yeah, and I think what he's done is he's been able, you know, he's been a scheme guy, but he also has built a program, and he's built a, com a complementary team to his offense, right? And he coaches the quarterback. Because I think if Hooker was at anywhere else, he probably wouldn't be as effective, right? So he's been able to develop the quarterback, give him the kind of easy reads he needs. And when they split you out like they do, when, when you pay attention to the game today, and he all of a sudden has two receivers within three yards of the sideline, that really limits a checks. It limits what you can call. It limits how you want to match up the routes. It kind of signals whether you're playing man or zone. Now, it doesn't give you a lot of room to run routes, but it also creates a lot of space in the middle of the field. And he's been able to master this, and Nick really could never get a handle on it. Look, Nick Saban wants to call his defense in the huddle. And then when you come out, he wants to check it. He wants to check to the check to the check. Okay, it's one of the differences between Belichick and Saban. Saban wants to check, check, check. Belichick wants to check once. So that there lies the difference. In this game, Kirby's a little bit somewhere in between. Kirby is not, Kirby's not going to go all out. He's going to play it because he's watched Nick's tape. And I just think, to me, Heupel's going to have to make some type of adjustment knowing and anticipate where Kirby's going to go. It's going to be fun to watch in the first quarter as this chess match within the game goes. But that formation he's developed is a problem for these defensive coaches. Good point about Hendon Hooker, by the way. He was with Justin Fuente there at Virginia Tech, transferred, and then flourished under Heupel. That will help him in the future with recruiting because quarterbacks are going to want to play for him because they're going to want to go to the NFL. You've heard of it. I Question mean, for you. I mean, that that's Question the job of a coach, right? That's the job of a coach. Make the player exactly better. Get right. the quarterback to play at a higher level. So what will the dogs do? Because I even wrote this down. They, they rarely blitz, but against this ridiculous Tennessee offense, they might have to take a few more chances, no? Well, I, I think ultimately what they've got to do is, is they've got to find out, can they cover? See, here's the other issue, right? So when you play Tennessee and their tempo and you try to play man-to-man -man the entire game, your guys are tired, <laughs> right? Your guys are tired, right? Like nobody – I often say this, right? Watch a game. Receiver runs a nine route. He puts his hand up. He wants to come out of the game. The DB who's run the nine route with him has got to stay in the game. He can't put his yep. hand up, right? He's yep, got to yep, keep yep. playing. And, and it challenges your conditioning. It challenges your conditioning. Maybe not so much in the first quarter, but certainly in the third quarter and the fourth quarter. So I think that's going to be something Kirby has to understand and how he adjusts to that. But like Kirby has indicated, they you can't – I think Nick learned this too. You can't prepare for this offense the week you play them. you got to prepare for this offense in the spring, and you got to prepare for this offense two weeks before you play them on the bye week. And then you've got to be able to, as a coach, instead of looking at your play sheet, you've got to be able to judge the speed of the game. And do you match up Shut with the speed of the game? This, there's going to be a lot of speed on, on the field today there in Athens, Georgia. Georgia's up to nine. The total's 65 and a half. This is the biggest game for Tennessee in decades. Shout to Philip Fulmer, right? I mean, think about this. Yeah, this no is doubt. the biggest spot they've been in in decades, Tennessee. What I'm nervous about is how casually confident you were. You were with Russo yesterday. He asked you about this game, and you like Georgia. And that concerns me because yeah. you've been confident about Georgia all week. Well, because I think, to me, you know, the inner workings of this game, the Saban tape, you know, it's not the Zabruder film, but it's similar. You're going to learn a lot watching it, and I think that helps Kirby. Clemson wins out. They're in the playoffs. They're at Notre Dame today. You've got them four in your rankings, right? We'll come back Clemson? and discuss next. Oh, here. stop, stop. <laughs> I, like, I got Doc Rivers for Coach of the Year. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. I'm just laughing about the 76ers. Anywho, are you a VEASAN pro? If you are, you can get some association picks. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Look, he's laughing. Pro tools, including the splits. You can see where Georgia, Tennessee is sitting right now. Pro picks at a glance. Pro tips. You get over 20 a day. Come on, get a part of the team. VEASAN.com slash subscribe as we welcome you back here. We've got Millie Ball, our girl, joining us at the bottom, talking about Flightline and the Breeders' Cup Classic. But right now, we're talking college football. Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher. Hope you're having a nice weekend we're a bit this is a busy weekend for us oh, we've I got college yeah. football today which is i don't know the biggest we've had in years and then tomorrow we've got a huge nfl sunday and last tuesday the college football playoff committee so let's just be very clear what the college football playoff committee is it's 13 people it's mostly current ad's but you've got an ex-coach you've got an ex-guard like there's a you know there's people involved who's the co- you know, who's, ex- who's the coach who's the coach jim grobe jim grobe okay Will okay. Shields, you know, the old guard. You've got a former oh, I'm USA sure, Today I'm sure writer. he would know. I'm sure he would know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's a subjective debate, and they come up. They say they use these computer rankings. No, they just sit around. Yeah. It's eye test, record, strength of schedule, that type of stuff. So anyway, the college football playoff committee, they come up with their list. They go Tennessee 1, they go Ohio State 2, they go Georgia 2 three, they go Clemson, four, they go Michigan, five, Bama, six, TCU, seven. Now here's the issue and here's the rub. Clemson's going to be in the college football playoff. Do you know why? They went out in their next three games after Notre Dame today, Louisville at home, Miami at home, South Carolina at home. They're going to beat those three teams. They're going to be double digit favorites in all those games. And then they're going to play in the ACC title game against North Carolina. They're going to beat North Carolina. Clemson's going to be in, man. Well, I mean, look, I think to me, if I was if I was the CEO of Pearl Vision Center, I would make a deal to the committee and say, look, I'll sponsor you guys as the as the host because you all need eye exams. Like, seriously, you all need eye exams. Let's go to Pearl Vision Center. We'll give you free eye exams. You guys need glasses because if you're watching the same game I'm watching with Clemson, it it ain't going to work. Right. Like Clemson barely beats Wake Forest. Right. They, they barely beat Syracuse. They need 87 calls from the officials. I mean, it, I thought, what's that? What's the team that used to play the Globetrotters, the Washington Americans or whatever? It was like <laughs> they the brought generals. that crew in there. The generals, <laughs> they brought that crew in to officiate the game. Like, okay, you want to pass? Oh, yeah, here you go. We'll give you, we'll give you a rough of the passer call here. You need that Clemson? Sure, okay, fine. You know, you need a holding call? We'll give you that holding call. Why not? You know, so, like, give me a break. It was horrible. I mean, it was just, it was so bad. So, I, I to me... I don't see Clemson. I haven't seen Clemson all year. I don't see Clemson. And, you know, Notre Dame, look, Notre Dame, if if Notre Dame doesn't beat them today, I would be surprised. But I don't trust Notre Dame either. But if Notre Dame's the Notre Dame has been playing better and they get they get Clemson at home. Now, if Clemson loses this game, I'll I'll ask you the question back. If they lose this game, how do they get into the Final Four? No, 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 no. They're done. No. They're, if they lose this one, they're out. Okay? So just to be clear. And I agree with you. We don't think... Remember, the Orangemen were up 21-10 in the third. 
And then all the calls started going the other way, and, Clem- and Clemson ends up beating all I mean, literally, every one of them. literally every call. So, again, every call. Clemson's not very good. DJ, we were ahead of the game on Uyunglele. He's not very good. That defense is overrated. Club Dick can't throw the football. But the problem is the ACC is so dreadful, they're going to get in. Notre Dame is I our know. only hope. And Notre Dame just wow. put a beatdown on Syracuse. I know they did. It wasn't even close, right? So, look, I, I mean, the, all these five-star quarterbacks, you know, the, basically what you end up when you get a five-star quarterback is you get a lot of generals. You get a lot of rank, but you don't get any – like, I've been watching these five-star quarterbacks. Like, who's grading these kids as five stars? Like, I don't know what the kid at Arizona was coming out of high school, but he plays like a, he plays like a general. Some of these other kids don't. Like, at some point, who's watching these guys? Like, I, I love how we just automatically take – somebody's word that they're a five-star. Like, I love how we do that. Like, Mike Leach does it. Mike Leach could take a two-star and turn him into a stud. It doesn't matter. Now, remember, Ohio State and Michigan, they're going to play each other, so that's an elimination spot. The rest of the college football playoff committee's rankings, they've got big games ahead of them. Clemson, like I mentioned, that's the one that concerns me because do you think they're going to lose to Louisville, Miami, or South Carolina at home? No. North Carolina, North Carolina is not going to beat Clemson. North Carolina got blown out at home by Notre Dame. Notre Dame is our only hope. And again, that run game is starting to get going for Notre Dame. However, what concerns you about Notre Dame is remember they just lost a couple of weeks go to Stanford. <laughs> I know. 16-14. Look, and Clemson in the ACC, they're not even the elite team in the ACC, right? I mean, they're not they're the fifth best offense in the ACC. Think about that, Patrick. I mean, they just put the fourth team in the country, Clemson, and they're the fifth best offense in the ACC. Okay, so you say, well, maybe they're just car- their defense is being carried. No, they're the fourth best defense in the ACC. Like, where is this coming from? Like, how can you be the fifth, the fourth best team in the country when you're not even anywhere near the top team offensively or defensively within uh, your own conference? I, 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 you're, riddle you're, me you're that. preaching to the choir. You're, you riddle me. South Carolina would be, that's a rivalry to end the season, but South Carolina just got d- dominated by Missouri. So again, I, I don't know. I think it sets up well for Clemson. Uh, the committee knew exactly what they were doing, putting them there sitting at four. The ACC is so terrible. I mean, those three wins against what Wake, NC State. I mean, they were. It's just it's Syracuse, who they barely beat. I don't know. It, it, it Syracuse it was, at uh, home. I mean, Syracuse had home. Notre Dame, you know, in the Carrier Dome. Notre Dame took them to the woodshed. So we'll see today. You know, we'll see today if this is. But I don't even think today matters. Like to me, if they put them in, great. They're gonna. Get, they'll be the first one out. They'll be a ten point dog in whatever game they play. And, now, and I know what Vinny says. Vinny says point spreads and rankings are different. I get that. But they, they should be a little bit closer, right? Like, look, I think you could make the case that, I mean, Alabama is fortunate to be six. A win against A&M, they turn the ball over. Now, they're playing with their backup quarterback, so we understand that. But it's Alabama, right? A win at, you know, uh, they barely beat Texas. They, you know, that was a hard game early in the season, and then they lose. They have a chance to beat Tennessee, and they lose that game because, A, they mismanaged the clock, and the kid misses a field goal. Yeah, we had Vinny on yesterday from behind the book at the South Point, and he said it's about prices, not polls. So the books right now, that's his line. I got, I, I got to write that down. I forget that he says it so well. That's bad. why Vinny's a hall it's of prices. Yeah, that's why Vinny's polls. a hall of famer, and I'm not. Yeah, that's right. But remember, remember what the books say. Their power ratings say in whatever order you want to put them in, Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, right back to where we yeah. started. That's who I, they I would have Kirby, favored over the others. I think Kirby's got to be the happiest guy in America because he got ranked third. Like, he got ranked third. Like, oh, he loves he's it. Saying, so he's sitting there telling his team, fellas, like, we're, they don't even – they give us no respect. I mean, you know, like, we're the third best team in the country. We're playing the number one. Let's show them who really is number one today. Uh, you know, and that messaging is a lot better than let's go into Missouri and beat Columbia. Let's go into Columbia and beat Missouri. That's a little harder. So, you know, and look, I mean, Dabo, you know, Dabo is an evangelist. He can get his team ready to go, and he's got a good message today. <laughs> look, you know, we're, we're going to go in there. You know, we're going we're gonna to be able to – we've got to show them who we really are today. The problem is I don't think you're very good. You're not even good in your Did- conference. Did you see Shouldn't Dabo you have to after... dominate your conference? Shouldn't you have to dominate your conference? 
The ACC? Are you freaking kidding me? By the way, did you see Dabo after the game? He was afraid to lose a locker room. He was he couldn't stop talking about DJ. DJ's going to be our starter. DJ's going to be our starter. Okay, Dabo, we understand you're a politician. Chill out. Uyunglele played terribly against Syracuse. Yeah, I mean, look, and if you're Marcus Freeman and your specialty is defense, then you got to be able to cause some pro- – this kid can't process. He can't make it go from his mind to his arm and to his feet. It's just way too slow. There's no rhythm to his game. There's been no rhythm to his game since you started watching him. Now, he's a big man, and he can run. So you got to run the six-back offense with him in there. But he's not going to beat you throwing the football. I don't care what it is. I mean, so guys are wide open, great. You know, he's still not accurate with the football. I mean, really, let's think about it. Okay, let's just talk about this. They're the fourth best passing offense in the ACC. The fourth best in the ACC. They're, 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 I mean, like, how is this even, like, you tell me, you know, you tell me that, that they did this on numerical things, right? Like, I'm looking at a numerical thing right here. And, and I don't understand. They're the 71st no. passing offense in college football. They're no, sixth no, no, in no. their conference. No, 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 no. I think the committee is winging it. I literally think they're just going gut. I don't think numbers are included. By the way, I mean, if you, Sam You think Hartman they're just is, trying to make us angry? You think that it's like, like the 76ers yes. by key? They're just keeping Doc to make me angry? Do you think this is what it is? Like, I, I'm convinced the committee, of it. Like, they just, the committee they just want to make people Look angry. Yeah. Look at you. You're angry. The committee won. And, and they've got a few more weeks to go of this. By the way, Clemson today, Notre Dame, they're laying four at DraftKings. They're laying three and a half at Circa. Notre Dame, they've won five of six, a 41-24 route of Syracuse last week. They're running the football. They can beat this Clemson team. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's a big game. And if they don't, I'll be very disappointed in Notre Dame. I'll be extremely disappointed in Notre Dame not being able to be prepared to take on a team that they should be able to beat. They're the better team, and we'll see. We'll see what DJ's got up his sleeve today. You know, I know that the, I know I know they'll be they'll get every call they need to get. I'm pretty sure of it. Today we are all Irish, and well done, College Football Playoff Committee. You just got your pub, and you did what you're supposed to do. You got everybody Pearl upset. Vision Center. Ball, Pearl Vision Center. Flight line. Greatness. Pearl Vision. Next. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you get a first bet right now. You get 10 bucks instantly when you sign up, plus a $200 deposit match bonus when you use the promo code HORSE200. And here are today's top plays from Express Bet Handicapper Jeff Siegel, both at the Breeders' Cup at Keeneland, Race 3, Breeders' Cup Philly, uh, Mare Sprint, Jeff likes the 8, Goodnight Olive at 3-1, to one. Race 10, the Breeders' Cup Turf, Jeff has the 5-horse Rebels Romance on top at 3-1. to one. You can bet those races and more today, the Breeders' Cup, it's the best. Go to vcin.com slash horses, that's vcin.com slash horses. Okay, Carl Johnson's going to join us next. We'll get back into college football. A busy day. But, of course, Michael Lombardi, what I've liked about the last few years working with you is I've watched your passion for horse racing grow. He's got the picture in his office of Secretariat in the Belmont. Well, today is essentially you know, the Super Bowl for horse racing, the Breeders' Cup at Keeneland. To talk about it, we welcome in Millie Ball, who's been on the show for years. We love Millie Express Bet. Thank you for joining, Millie, uh, at Santa Anita there, just down the road from me. Keeneland, why don't we start there with the track? I hear so many wonderful things about the track there in Lexington and Keeneland. Well, fortunately, they've had just beautiful seasonal weather there at Keeneland. And it's that time of year when, you know, all the leaves are turning on the tree. So you've got those orange. It's just beautiful scenery back there. And the warmer weather, mid-70s. So everyone that's been back there has said it's just wonderful. Yeah, perfect weather. Millie, I'm fascinated with the history of Flight Line and, and, and all the uh, the times and the amazing uh statistics that this horse has been able to accumulate in the races that he's won so let's take this from a a a negative standpoint you know when you when you get ready to play a football game you always ask yourself how could we lose this game so my Mm -hmm. question to you is how could flight line lose this race the only way i could see flight line losing this race is if he stepped back mentally to where he was a year ago, where he was just too aggressive to actually be rated. He's come so far this year. 
in learning how to be rated. And that's what we saw in the Pacific Classic, for example, uh, when he went head to head just for a short while with Richard Mandela's horse in the Pacific Classic. But that would be the only way because we know life is good. They are going. Todd Pletcher said when they, in the Met Mile, when, when they tried to rate him, excuse me, in the, in the um, race at Aqueduct, when they tried to rate him that day, he, he won, but they took his best weapon away from him, and that is his speed. And so he said, we are, we're going to use his speed. And so we know life as good as going out there. So if Flightline were to get tangled up and in a fight early with, flight, with life is good, then that's the only way I can see him getting beaten. Flightline, three to five, Millie Ball joining us, Breeders' Cup Classic in a field of eight. It's eight great horses. And Millie, you can talk about the field. It's a very good field with Taiba, and you mentioned Life is Good, who won the Pegasus, and Hot Rod Charlie, Epicenter. These are very good horses that Flightline is taking on. But let's talk about the historical context. The horse racing community can be a tough crowd, but it seems universal. Mm -hmm. Everybody agrees that Flightline is great been compared rating speed figures to Secretariat. Can we talk about why Flightline is so revered within the circles? It's it's really that he, he has, I mean, he checks all the boxes now. He has unbelievable speed, and he's shown that from the very beginning. But he's able now mentally to be able to harness that speed to where he can now stay. You know, he, he can get the two turns and when we watched his work, his work on the October 22nd, which XBTV filmed, that was his serious second to last work. And that work, he went out in 1.37, galloping out. That is racehorse time. I mean, that is that just a, you know, an example of how he's able to just continue with that momentum for such a long distance. And we saw that in the Pacific Classic, you know, he was just clipping off in 12s and 12s and everybody got out of their game because they were so busy trying to chase Flightline. And finally, he just drew away from them. And you you mentioned, you know, Secretariat winning the Belmont. I think the, the new generation of racing are going to be going back year after year and watching Flightline win the Pacific Classic because it was... <laughs> So unbelievable. Mill Millie, talk to me about this mental thing. Like, I, I, I don't grasp this. Like, is it something that the horse is not instinctively born with? And how does the trainer get this to the horse? Like, to me, it's, you know, in football, you're either a quarterback or you're not. It's kind of like an instinctive thing. Your mama lifts you from the crib. You have it or you don't. But explain to me <laughs> what, the, what we're talking about here mentally. Well, what it is, is, is so Flightline was just born with an enormous amount of speed. And all he wanted to do was run, run, run. And what John has been able to do is teach Flightline just to harness that speed. So we're not asking you to go out there and go as fast as you can for as far as you can. We're asking you to just tempo down your speed a little bit and be able to sustain that speed. And we've seen it even in the equipment change that we've seen with Flightline. Uh, last year, he was racing in, you know, in a ring bit, which is a more severe bit, a stronger bit. Um, and now he's in a D bit, which is the, the softest bit that you can race a horse in. So it's just an example of how much ground they've covered, really, with um, you know, this horse himself learning how to tempo his speed. And you can see the pictures, a striking specimen. I mean, just a gorgeous oh colt, huge son of Tappet Millie, who's North America's best you know, breeder as far as uh, sire. I mean, he is just an absolutely, aesthetically, ridiculously pleasing colt. Okay, let's talk about the race. I'm going to go, I mean, three to five, Millie, is so short. I think he goes off mm -hmm. maybe even a little bit shorter flight line in the classic. So if we go flight line up top and then Taba and Exacta, do you like that bet? I love that bet. Um, I think that Taba, I mean, when we've seen what Bob Baffett has done with three-year-olds in the Breeders' Cup Classic, um, I think it's four of the last eight Breeders' Cups that have been won by him with three-year-olds. And, and it's they never get to run at four because they're so good they go off to stud. 
but it just is an example of how a three-year-old can develop from the beginning of the year and going through those triple crown races to the end of the year when we have the Breeders' Cup World Championships. And I've seen that growth with Tabor. Uh, early in the year, he, it was my husband actually had him in his barn for a while. And in the beginning of the year, he, he just couldn't cope with the dirt being kicked back in his face. So you had to ride him wide and make sure that, you know, he, he was good enough to, to win, giving up the lengths that he was giving up. Whereas now we saw in his last race, he, he's absolutely fine handling the dirt. He's learned that, which has given him an extra bit of ammunition because now he can sit in behind horses and save the ground. So I do think the development that we've seen from Tabor and the works that we've seen in his preparation going into the Breeders' Cup give him a very good chance. And then Epicenter is another three-year-old that I think is just, uh, he's strong. Steve Asmussen's freshened him up for this race. Uh, so they would be two horses that I think there's room to move forward. I just don't think they can move forward quite enough to get like flight line. Uh, talk about Flavian Pratt, the jockey for flight line. What will his what will his strategy be in this race, Millie? I think to make sure that flight line finds his rhythm. And by that I mean you get the horse out of the gate and you give him a little bit of space if you can. Um, and we saw, for example, in the Pacific Classic, he kind of kept him wide a little bit just to allow him to settle, to take that breath and find his rhythm for the race. And I think that is the beginning of the race for Flightline, I think is going to be the most critical part for him. Once he's found his rhythm, then I think it's, you know, if he's clicking off 12s, he'll, he'll be fine. Um, I think Flavian will not be too concerned about where life is good as he knows it's going to be probably in front of him unless he breaks poorly and he'll just let him go because in my opinion and I would imagine Flavian believes the same uh, there's distance limitations with life is good so he'll catch him eventually but it's more important for Flavian just to allow Flightline to relax in that race well we could potentially see history and greatness later on in the Breeders' Cup Classic. You can bet the race at first bet. You can watch, of course, Millie Ball, XBTV, Express Bet as well. Thank you, Millie. Enjoy the races today. Thanks so we much, appreciate Millie. you. Thank you appreciate very you, much, Millie. guys. Good luck. Thank you very much. And what Millie said, Michael, is so important. She was talking about the temperament. You know, Flightline's yeah. a four-year-old. Uh, you know, the classics are run as three-year-olds. Once they get a little bit older, they start to mature. Let's put it this way. Secretariat was a jerk. Like Secretariat, mm -hmm. what stood out with Secretariat was not just the physical build, which was all-time special. You, you've heard the stories about his enlarged heart, where he just could take more oxygen than any, but any other horse ever. But it was also his temperament. I mean, he was nasty. Yeah. He was a competitor. He wanted to fight. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think when you watch the Belmont, it really is the definition of competitive stamina because that horse had competitive stamina, that it wasn't just good enough to win by 23 lengths, it was to dominate by 23 lengths. And that's why I love watching that video because it's all about competitive stamina. I might watch it during the break. Jick Jack, Carl Johnson <laughs> from the Bayou next. Yeah. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, the king of sportsbooks, even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. You place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you're going to receive up to $25 back in free bets. They're giving you free money over at BetMGM. Just opt in this promotion over at BetMGM or on the app. And remember, the app is newly redesigned, so you're going to love it. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. you got to be 21 years or older. Again, it's betmgm.com. We're back. Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher here. We're going to head to the Beau Rivage and talk to Carl Johnson. Old boy, Jick Jack Johnson on Twitter. He runs the race and sports book there down in the bayou. And as we welcome in Carl, we say good morning. I, we said it during the break. I think this is going to be the busiest day of the year there. This is going to be insane. Unbelievable. I mean, it started yesterday for us, you know, that uh, the guests started rolling in. I mean, we had Breeder Cup Friday. We got it going on today. And then these huge, huge football games for us today. It's going to be a great day. I know you guys will enjoy it also. All right, Carl, question. 540 flight line goes off. You got, at, at that time, Georgia, Tennessee will be going on. It's 440, your time down there. What are you going to have on the big screen? Yeah, no, yeah, we're, we're going football. You know, yesterday uh, I was able to cater to my, my race crowd, uh, but, yeah, no, we're all football today, baby. We get, we do have the Breeders' Cup on some larger screens. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're, uh, you know, if I did that, Michael, I, I I would need security to get out of this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I could see that, Carl. I could understand that. Yep. So we, we are up to nine, Carl. Tennessee, Georgia. Let's talk about this. Michael is very confident, which makes me nervous. Also, you know all the percentages, all the money all over Tennessee, yet we're seeing this number jump up to nine. Let's get the number there at the bow, and then I want your opinion on the game. Yeah, we did open at nine here. Uh, right now, as we speak, we're at eight and a half, or right before we came on. Uh, we're at eight and a half, 65 and a half. Uh, Patrick, you're right. It's been, you know, nothing but Tennessee money tickets. However, last night we did start seeing that Georgia money roll in. Uh, and I think it's uh, pretty much uh, throughout the country. I think they uh, they experienced a, a bunch of Georgia big bets. Uh, so, look, I'm, I'm on Tennessee. I'm with you today. I am all over Tennessee. Um, you know, they're just going to – this is one of them games where they're just going to have to beat me. I, I'm taking these points. Uh, you know, and if I get beat, hey, I'll dust my britches off and I'll get up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm not a big Stetson Bennett fan, as you know, you know, but I think that this Georgia offense against Tennessee, I think the one thing that gives me uh, the lean towards Georgia is the Alabama game. And because you watch Georgia, you watch the defense that's similar in structure play against Tennessee – and you watch what Nick couldn't do or what Nick needed to do. And so it gives Kirby, like, the test exam before he gets to take the test. And I think yeah. that's a huge factor. I think it's a huge factor. And so that's where I'm leaning. I think that game, for any coach who's really an adapter and changes his game plan based on the opponent, which Georgia, Nick Saban, all those do, I think it does hold an advantage. Now, I think Heupel's a good coach. I think he'll know he needs to make some adjustments. But I think on the road against Pitt, that game where they got to play this offense outside, where the communication gets a little bit more tougher, I think it certainly favors Georgia. Yeah, I, look, I think that's a great point, Michael. It, you know, uh, it, it definitely, you know, just like you said, Kirby's got a chance to watch this tape probably 100 times. Um, you know, my thought process in this is that 
Tennessee averages about 50 a game. Uh, you know, uh, you know. let's just say that Georgia plays them well defensively. Tennessee, if they're well coached, we're going to find out if they're well coached today. If they adjust, you know, I'm thinking Tennessee gets 35. And then when you when you factor in the eight and a half or nine, you know, Georgia's going to have to score, you know, 44 points here, I think, to win. That's what I'm thinking. Damn, I, and I think, I, and Patrick, Patrick, I yeah. love how he pro- – I think that's a betting tip right there. What Carl just did was, it, it, you know, he assumed the number and then he p- applied the, the over. Now, if – you know, there's a couple assumptions that could be wrong. They might not score 35, but at least that's his logic to how he right. got there. And I think that's really important is you've got to visualize the game before you put – and then attach the number to it. Helps yeah. you with the total as well. Carl and I are against Michael Lombardi today. I'm nervous, Carl. Let's go Tiger Country. This is something you're well aware of. Death Valley at night. Should Alabama be in lane 13 and a half on the road at LSU? LSU's running downhill right now. They've won six of seven. Brian Kelly's kind of got that Jaden Daniels offense going. What do you got on this matchup? Yeah, you know, look, uh, LSU's really impressed me the last couple of weeks. I mean, I, I think they've, uh, I think they're playing good football. Um, you know, that's a big number in this game. It, it doesn't matter where you play at. Um, I was a little bit surprised at the number in this game. We opened at 13. Uh, we're up to 13 and a half, 56 and a half. Um, and, you know, for my place, we get just as many Bama fans as we do LSU. Uh, Bama right now has the money, uh, 55% money, 45% ticket count here. Yeah, I, I mean, so – this is a game, I mean, obviously, this is a lot of a different, this is an easier game for Nick to game plan against. My concern has been, we haven't talked about this, is Alabama on the road. They have not been great on the road this year. And, you know, I'm not sure how great LSU is either because Tennessee went in there and, you know, but it was a, what was it, 11 o'clock start? It's different yeah. in Baton Rouge at 11 than it is at 7. I Correct. can tell you that. I mean, those eight hours is a lot of alcohol that has not been consumed <laughs> that will be consumed today, okay? That's so let's right. just put that – and a lot of gumbo that hasn't been eaten. So I, I, I think that factors in. But one thing about Alabama is this is a better offense for Nick to play – than it was the Tennessee offense. It's going to come down to Daniels. And even though I, I, where I am with Daniels is I didn't like him, but I've kind of warmed. I thought Brian has made him a better player. Kelly's a hell of a yeah. coach. He really is. He's done a hell of a job. I agree with Carl. Like, it's very impressive what they've done the past couple of weeks. Okay, we're all Notre Dame fans today, Carl Johnson, because Clemson, with that college football committee sitting four, where are you sitting as far as the number at the bow? Yeah, and I agree with Michael on this. Look, Clemson's not even in my top seven, uh, so I don't know where how they got where they're at. But uh, we opened here three and a half. Uh, right now we're at three and a half, forty-four and a half, uh, and they're betting they're betting Clemson. You know, Clemson's getting seventy percent of the money, seventy percent of the tickets. Yeah, I mean that surprises me too because you know, I mean you would think the good fathers of Notre Dame would be getting a little bit more support, but you know, I mean obviously Notre Dame has kind of gone through their bad period of their schedule. Now they've bounced back. Uh, you know, we're going to find out today how Notre Dame have they improved. I think they've improved as a football team over the season, and I think it's a credit to Freeman that they've been able to improve. You know, for me, Clemson, I I, I don't see like I've said this before when you're not even in the top five in your conference in offense or defense how can you be the fourth best team in the country yeah i got yeah, and, and i got tease go, go ahead carl well i was gonna say you know michael made the point last week you know for for a guy like me i'm a, I'm a numbers guy you know uh, everything that i watch is by eye i don't know the intricacies of what these teams are trying to do to each other like he does so like like he said last week they just for me they don't p- pass the eye test they just don't yeah, well, speaking of numbers, I, I, I got, Michael, I got TCU ahead of Clemson. The committee doesn't. They've got them at seven. They've got Texas Tech today. But Michael and Carl, I think TCU now, after running the gauntlet with these tough games, they've got a little motivation because they were disrespected by the committee. Where are you sitting on this one, Carl? Yeah, opened here at uh, 10, uh, down to eight and a half and 69. Uh, some sharp money has hit Texas Tech all week. Uh, but right now, uh, TCU's getting 65% of the money, 70% of the tickets. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I love this Texas Tech freshman quarterback. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in college football. I think he's going to be a first-round pick when it's time for him to come out. He's only a redshirt freshman. He's from a small school. Patrick, he wasn't a general coming out. I just want you to know oh, that. He was – yeah, no, uh, Barrett, he was not a five-star. He was – he did not achieve general status, but this kid's really good, and their offense is good. Now, whether they can stop TCU or not, that's the question. But Joey McGuire's team at Texas Tech, you know, they've been up and down, and these these are the kind of games they rally and play better at. Uh, I think it'll be a hard game for them, but I could see take it as long as it's over a touchdown. I could see take it Texas Tech. Yeah, Tech is that's a it's a weird team because they beat Texas, they beat Houston, they were close at Oak State, and then they got blown out in the fourth quarter last week against Baylor. So it's like a team that they can beat they're you young. on their best day. That, I mean, yeah, they're very I mean, young. Morton's a, young, Morton's a young quarterback, and it, and it's and he's going to have his ups and downs. And they want to keep Donovan Smith attached to the program, so they're betwixt and between. They know Morton's their best player, but with this transfer portal, if you give up on a quarterback, he's leaving. Carl, busy day at the bow. I'm not sure if you're going to have time to eat. Just kidding. We know you're going to eat. So what are you eating? <laughs> I'm, you know what? Look, it's been on my mind a couple of days. I'm doing a chicken shawarma plate today, baby, with some hummus. Shawarma. I've never you're even heard of this before, Pat. You're going Mediterranean I mean, on us, Carl? He's going yeah. Greek. He's going Greek on us. I mean, oh, my God. Greek. Hummus? Greek hummus? and Lebanese. Yeah, Greek going to be Are sailing you? the. Oh my God! He's going to be sailing hummus. the Mediterranean. Look at him, hummus! My goodness, Carl Johnson. Hey, one he... more is the pod. Jick Jack Johnson on Twitter. Have a good one, Carl. Good luck today. Thanks, Carl. You Matt Humans, legend, joins us next here at Lombardi Line. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.